Spider-Man, Spider-Man Does whatever a spider can Spins a web and his eyes Catches thieves just like flies Look out, here comes the Spider-Man Is he strong? Listen, bud He's got radioactive blood Can he sway from a thread? Takes a look overhead Hey there, there goes the Spider-Man this is episode 478 for September 2017, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. And before we get on with Spider News, I'd like to thank uh, people that have supported this site via Patreon. So a big thank you goes out to Daryl, and Justin, and Michael, and Stuart, Federico, Michael J., Stephen, John, Andrew, Christopher, Craig, and Brian. And also, I would like to thank Adam, who dropped a couple dollars in the PayPal pot. If you would like to support this podcast and help us pay the bills, log on to our front page at SpiderManCrawlspace.com. Look on the right-hand side where you can join Patreon, and you can also drop a few dollars in the PayPal pot. All right, gang, let's get on with the show. Hey, Crawlspacers, welcome to our Spider News. We're starting off with Mike talking about... Uh, Retailers are kind of upset about these new lenticular covers that Marvel's putting out. It's like the 90s, mm-hmm. dude. Oh, yeah. It's the 90s all over again. Um, well, the the thing is, okay, a couple of m- months back when uh, DC, they kind of did their whole uh, – they did a thing crossover called The Button. Where they, and they had a thing where they offered the regular issues of Batman and The Flash because that was what the crossover was. And they offered lenticular c- covers. Now, if you don't know what a lenticular cover is, it's basically like you ever get one of those little like those little card things where you basically you turn it one way and it changes the picture like you just kind of like, you know, like those yeah. little things. That's basically what this kind of these kind of covers it changes are. Changes images. Now, the thing, like two images in one. It changes, two images in one, yes. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, Apparently, because the way they are priced, because they because the way the direct market works, they count the lenticular covers almost as separate issues, even though the content inside is the same. And well, apparently you can get big, you know, barely order wise, they go get big money on this. So apparently Marvel's like, hey, let's decide to do this, too, with Legacy, because, hey, we can't rip off DC enough. Uh, so we're just going to so they're going to do um, so they decide for Marvel Legacy for their issue number one to offer um, kind of these exclusive lenticular covers like you basically um, and also on certain other uh, Marvel Legacy things. Ah, Hornacek but had a good a line. It's, Hornacek had a good line. It's like Sensational Spider-Man number zero. That, yes. that was a lenticular cover. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, very yeah. good. That's right. Yep. Or um, I think uh, also, I think, uh, Spy- well, no, Hologram was uh, for, his, for issue 400, if I remember right. Okay. But no, anywho, no, the hologram was 365, the 30th anniversary. Oh, was 365? Oh, I thought there was. I thought 400 was 400. Was the 400 had a really bad uh, tombstone, like supposed to. Like, yeah, Aunt May's tombstone. tombstone. It was like white on white. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I thought that was like 3D or something. It was or gray or gray? It yeah. was actually gray on gray. Their white yeah. was the rare cover that they did for that particular book. Okay. Yeah. But I knew they did something similar before. But, or, but yeah. But Mike, the retailers have to order more copies than they did previously to get this stuff, and they don't think they can sell them. Yeah, because what the the catch is with these with the lenticular covers is they have you have to order um, apparently, and this is I'm going to be reading one of the. Uh, complaints one of the retailers is that this is verbatim um he says for the marvel legacy event the rules are not as clear as clear cut and it is constantly changing at this point we need to order 100 to 200 percent 
our, our previous issue numbers in order to qualify in order for any lenticular covers. There are also additional tiers which will qualify for other variant covers. There is so much math involved that it is insane. So basically, and so Marvel was essentially says, no, 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 you can buy as many of these lenticular covers as you want and everything. But no, have to, and this is you have to buy the regular X number of copies of the regular issue first in order to qualify for the lenticular covers, and then you can buy as many lenticular covers as you want. And this is this is nothing new in terms of like in terms of the what they call the retailer incentives. Basically, what because Marvel is basically the way they've been boosting their number their uh, direct market numbers is that they've been base is that they've been selling. Um, they've been offering kind of this kind of retailer discounts in terms of like you order X amount of issues and, um, or you match your orders of a previous issue and then we'll just do, we'll knock off the pricing. So they're trying to do this with the lenticular stuff, except, but then, but as a result of this, many of these store, many of these comic book shops are thinking, no, forget it. We're dropping out of this thing. There's, we're just going to get the regular issue and that's it. There's no, we're not going to go for this gimmicky lenticular stuff and everything just to, just to boost, just to make your, you guys look like you're going to have, you're going to have like the number one comic when not really. Why doesn't Marvel so, just offer the, the lenticulars for however much more it costs for say a dollar more. So four ninety nine versus three ninety nine. Why don't well, Yeah. That's how the, back that's how it's reach. That's, that's how it's normally supposed to work. That's kind of how DC did theirs when they yeah, did the button. They they do that? When they because that doesn't pad Marvel's numbers, Brad. Marvel's yeah. specifically trying to inflate their numbers by forcing them yeah. to buy. It's not good. It's all about market share. It's good business for Marvel in that Marvel is squeezing blood from a stone, but it's horrible for the retailer. Right. And it's all about the retailers. What do we got? Marvel because because they've been getting their butt kicked in terms of the critical acclaim of leg- of, of uh, legacy or whatever rebirth, excuse me. Uh, so that the only thing that they can sit there and hang their hat on is, oh, we're still winning the market share. We're still got the biggest. We're still the king of the market because we've got so many books out, you know, and we're still selling all, or we're still producing all these. Is that your car salesman impression? <laughs> yeah, sort of. Yes. Come on down. We've got lenticulars by the barrel. We've like, got. We got. We got these like lenticulars from Blues Brothers. <laughs> if you push, pull, drag to get your lenticular covers, <laughs> from God. Yes. Uh, so that that so. solves them. This is not a long term win for Marvel. This is a no. month to month survive. This is like paycheck to paycheck for Marvel. Well, well this is it's, this, it's, this it's, is it's, part of the promotion. It's getting them. It's starting to get noticed outside the comics press. Is the thing. And that's something that Marvel, I don't think, wanted um, because every everybody knows it. You know, everybody talks about it, but Marvel can claim this or that. But now uh, this started popping up in other uh, like different uh, like magazine websites and other mm-hmm. other outlets besides the comics press this week. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's something that Marvel, I don't think, wanted people talking about outside of mm-hmm. outside of the circle. You know, that is the Marvel and their and their mm-hmm. retailers. Yeah, it's right. Because. It's very I think it's thing, just sad. I think it's just sad. I wish we had a long-term goal or uh, that Marvel would have and it's it, it reminds me of paycheck to paycheck is what it reminds me of. Yeah. Well, it's it's just, it's just a, it, the 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 fact is across the line. What is the last critically acclaimed book that came out of Marvel? Honestly, the the last thing I hear I remember hearing about from people was like, "Oh, you need to check out this new Ms. Marvel." Yeah. Uh, yeah. and I mean, really, uh, uh, but since then, it's been it's been controversy after controversy after controversy. And I mean, th- nobody's talking about Spider-Man these days. 
So we have to sit yeah. there and do this this entire not reboot line shakeup because this is what they this is what they did with the Ultimate Universe. I'll talk about that for a second. Right. You remember Ultimatum? You remember mm-hmm. the uh, Miles Morales launch? They tried doing you know doing everything they could to resuscitate that line, and they're taking that same sales concept that ultimately ended up failing and bring and brought mm-hmm. it over to the main line. And now it's doing the same thing. This this lentacular stuff. Look, this is exactly, and we've talked about this verbatim on the show. I know. This is exactly the nineties, mm-hmm. and when and when the speculation finally busts for Marvel, and they may maybe just maybe they'll start doing story driven, what quality storytelling. Until then, we're not going to see that. Well, I mean, with with this thing though, I mean, it's different in that you had a lot of big retailers start pushing back on it. You know, oh, yeah. uh, like That's you true. have you have my comic shop, which is, I mean, they're they're, they're big in Texas. They are. I mean, well, they're, they're big the big, online. They're, they're big the online. biggest online. Yeah, retailer. They're big online. They don't. I mean, they've closed all their brick and mortar stores in Texas, but uh, but I mean, That's they sad. do they do more business online. Did uh, they and, really close all their brick and mortars? That's sad. I've always wondered. They had one more store left in Arlington, yep. and they got rid of it like last year, I think. Oh man. Um. But uh. But yeah. I mean, they do their business online. But even there, I mean, even they've come out and said this past week, we're not buying them. Yeah. We're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think I think uh, didn't um uh uh. Mile high say the same thing more or less. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, big here's, comics is a big one too. Here's why, yeah. and here's why they're not doing it. I mean, first of all, they know they have to order a, a you know, a multiplier of books. They're never going to sell. They're not right. going to move. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or if they do, they're going to have to sell them at a reduced cost. Amazing Spider-Man Volume Three Number One costs six dollars to buy without a variant mm-hmm. cover, just the regular cover, and you can get it on yeah. their website for four bucks. So yep. they already know going in, we're going to take a hit on whatever non-variant this is. But at the same time, they're like, and then Marvel's going to give us additional amounts of that that we can't even sell, that we can't even move. Yeah. You know that we just we have to pay to store in a warehouse now, right? You know? So you're I mean, paying costs to store it in the warehouse because you're getting all these extra books. At, at the end of the day, and this is something that going back to like when I still got my books from my local comic shop, he only. He's been doing it for 25 years. He said, look, I don't overorder books. If I get a variant, mm-hmm. great. I'll try to give it to my regulars, my guys that have my pull list. Unless somebody specifically wants that variant, that's when I'll order it. I mean, it won't come out. This, he, they won't get it that same week. But I'm going to only order maybe three or four of a popular book yeah. Uh, so that way I can control my costs because I don't want to have a whole back room full of books that nobody wants. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it – it, it, I think from top to bottom is what – you know, George, you've said this. We need just a reshuffling of the editorial and the executives, etc. cetera. Uh, Tom DeFalco – not Tom DeFalco. Not a reshuffling. We not, need, not Tom yeah, DeFalco. Tom, Bre- Tom Brevoort came Tom Brevoort. On, had, yeah. a, had a tweet this week that said, I can't believe I'm celebrating 20 years of editing the Avengers comics. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I was thinking to myself, you know, I liked his um, Busick and Perez stuff, but 20 years and Avengers now is is a shadow of what it used to be. Oh yeah, well, oh, yeah. and Alonzo, I, I don't think, I don't think he's been successful as an editor in chief. No, the only no, thing he's been last- successful at doing is, and this is this is legitimate. The only thing that Alonzo has been successful doing is launching more div- ethnically diverse characters. That's the that's only true. thing. That is the only thing that he can hang his But that's on. the only thing online that Marvel's editors even care about. That's all they like if you go to their Twitters, their yeah. writers and their editors, that's all they talk about, how woke they are. Mm-hmm. It's a, yes. we're not emphasizing story. 
We're just how woke is everybody? For those that that are longtime listeners, if you remember when we did the omit reviews, um, mm. the thing that Kevin and I we were talking, we I was yelling, preach it, brother, preach it, because uh, I listened to this episode the other day. The thing that Kevin brought up was it's an agenda. And instead of it, and that was what omit was. That was what one more day was. It wasn't a story. It was an agenda that has now permeated the entire line. And even it, mm-hmm. when it's all about the agenda and not about the storytelling, mm-hmm. ultimately that's going to be a a business proposition that fails. We we uh, haven't heard from Jr. and Ashley yet. Let's hear from Jr. What do you think? Well, I wouldn't buy a lenticular cover. If I saw one, I have absolutely no interest in them. Um, the thing is, I think actually the problem with Marvel is nothing's going to happen until Perlmuter dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Perlmuter's got to get got to go. Uh, th- th- you, I think a lot of this. Uh, you, you don't think he'll leave his post in, uh, until he dies, or you don't oh think no, he'll be guys fired? like the, no guys like well, one he can't be. He probably can't be fired. He probably mm-hmm. when he sold Marvel, he probably signed something with Disney that said they can't get rid of him. He's in. You know? He's in there forever, like Sumner Redstone at Viacom. Yeah, I mean, he's he's. They're gonna. The only time he's gonna leave is is they're gonna have to cart his dead body out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> and he. I mean, it's it's. Uh, he's run things uh, on the cheap for years. He's always been trying. He, he he made millions. He made his fortune squeezing blood out of a stone. You know. Yeah. Uh, and that's the way he's running Marvel. He's trying to. He's trying to influence the rest of Disney that way. Uh, Personally, I don't know why Bob Iger tolerates it, but I don't think know, Bob Iger realizes it's even going on as far as the public. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I think Disney corporate doesn't have, you know, idea one about what Marvel publishing is doing other than that. They, <laughs> other than that, they sell Star Wars comics now. Yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, literally, I'll be honest with you. Um, this is so far down the food chain. They've got so many bigger problems Disney does than, than the Marvel Publishing Division that this is literally probably the last thing that they really want to care about or think about. If the Marvel Publishing Division shut down tomorrow, mm-hmm. they wouldn't – I don't think di- that, that Disney would would bat an eye. No, no. We haven't heard from Ashley. What do you think about the retailers having to order X amount of books to get a, a special one? I feel like the whole way that it's measured to begin with is just really skewed. It's just, I don't know. Just as a consumer, I'm not going to go get any, you know, sp- uh, spend any extra money on some cover when the content isn't really worth getting anyways. Yeah. So. Right. I, <laughs> look, yeah, I, I, cover doesn't make, yeah. doesn't make a bad story better. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, right. The insides of the books better than the outside. Look, somebody brought up that, that uh, sensational zero, and I, I'm sorry I had to let my dog out, so I wasn't on the on the line at the moment. Um, that isn't even a very good lenticular uh, lenticular cover. It, it, lenticular or whatever it's called, <laughs> lenticular. Right? Well, let's call it lenticular. That works. If it, it was <laughs> if it was on spectacular Spider Man, be a lenticular cover. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but like, it, it, like if you own that particular issue, uh, Sensational Spider-Man Zero, it's kind of hard and it looks, it's a mess. So like, I, I'm not like jonesing for a, for Amazing Spider-Man, lin, the lenticular. You cover. know, DC did some lenticulars and they look a lot better 20 years later after they did that <laughs> Sensational Zero one. Well, right, right. My favorite, my favorite cover gimmick from the 90s was the hologram covers, like the X-Men hologram covers. I thought those were great. Yeah. When when uh, when the primary concern uh, is what are we doing with variant covers, covers and when, yeah. when that takes precedent over what's happening actually in our books, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. the wheels are so off the bus, man. Well, when, that is, when that is your big announcement, instead of talking about yeah. the actual storytelling, storytelling, and, and yeah. this goes into the into some of the, my problems with San Diego this year. Marvel just didn't show up. They phoned it no. in. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't have an idea of what to say or do after DC started cleaning their ass. You know, cleaning. No, their and and also the fact that they've invested so much into Secret Empire is that was going to be their big thing, and that apparently that thing has just been a big. Route and if you if you've seen some of the images in terms of like pictures from comic shops about showing like stacks worth of Secret Empire issues that are just sitting yeah. on the shelves, they didn't know I what mean, to do after the public didn't buy into oh hey Captain America joins Hydra, yeah yeah suddenly because <laughs> they thought everybody would just eat that up like crack and apparently they're like oh well actually people care a lot about that for the yeah. last six yeah. years even in popular culture, Hydra has been portrayed as a Nazi-like organization. And then you put Captain America mm-hmm. with okay. that particular yep. group. Are you kidding me and thinking that's a good idea? Mm-hmm. Dark Raven 9 on YouTube comments says, my favorite cover gimmick is no cover gimmick. <laughs> you know, and, and another thing, which we don't have listed as a news item, uh, which we, we talked about in the review, uh, the, the review Facebook thing that we have, right. um, is you had Alonzo and Brevard coming out. And they they talked uh, about legacy, and um, you know they were telling they were telling retailers what like three months ago. We hear you on the event thing. We get it. Event fatigue is real. And now their new line is everything's an event. Yeah, every everything is an event, and and it, they just look so tired, and they mm-hmm. sounded so tired. And I love the bleeding cool thing by Jude Terry where he was showing them looking like with their eyes closed, and yep. you know like getting them like that was funny to me because it, well, it it's true. Well, again, if the rumors are true, the whole thing, the reason why they're doing this Marvel Legacy any, anyway is because it's trying to, they're trying to compete with what uh, DC did. And so this is just like a stopgap measure to basically sort of try plug in the dike, basically. There's like, no one there know. telling them that they can't compete with DC because they're not willing to own up to the shit that they've done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, that's yeah. key in what DC has done. DC had to earn back reader trust. Marvel doesn't trust. understand that they have to do that. Yeah. At well, all. I, th- I think Jeff. Yeah. I think Jeff Johns, being who he, I mean, you've you've had more interactions with Jeff Johns than probably anybody here, there, George, um, in the past. Yes. I think Jeff Johns, at, at at his core, he's still a fan, and I think at his core, he still acts. He still wants DC to succeed beyond what they've done previously, and I think that he understood that. You know what? If the fans aren't liking it, they're ultimately who we are beholden to. And we have to make that significant mm-hmm. change yeah. in order to survive. With 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 the legacy stuff, it, 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 we bring up Johns, and I was thinking about Johns earlier today in relation to a lot of this stuff because, you know, you, basically what Marvel is trying to do, and they've tried to do it again uh, before. Jr. and I have talked about it. They're trying to get rid of old readers and bring in all these new readers. Well, the new readers aren't don't ever come in at the same numbers as the people that you just pissed off who left. And, mm-hmm. and, and Jeff John, what Jeff Johns did 20 years ago, Jeff Johns at DC proved you don't have to pick one or the other. You can, you can tell stories. If you care about the characters, if you care about the story quality, you can do things that appeals to both. You can bring in elements that, that older fans will love and that newer fans will eat up because it's well done. Mm-hmm. And he proved that he proved that on, on title after title. He, he kind of went off the reservation with, when we started getting into 87 different flavors of green lantern. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and then everything become an unending series of events. But I mean, mm-hmm. he he proved it. He he didn't listen to anybody telling him, "Well, you can't do that." Mm-hmm. You know, and and so that's that's what we have now. We 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 have 
people who don't. Does anyone really think Axel Alonso loves any of these characters? Or does, does he love getting a check for making decisions for them? Oh, I, I, I think he must love I don't, I don't, characters. I don't see that. Has anyone seen that in anything Axel Alonso's done? Or said? You, you mean by my making a bunch of uh, characters? I, th- I think I think that's what his, his legacy will be. I think, be. I think Brevard did at one point, yeah. but I don't think Brevard does anymore. I think Brevard's probably tired. I'm not going to pretend to know what's going on in their heads. Yeah. Um, but I do know that that <laughs> I think Alonzo has a passion for the medium. I don't know if he has the re- – I don't think he has the same reverence that, that – clearly displays that they just are two different people and that may not be, and we don't know enough about, about Alonzo as a person. You know what I mean? I, I don't see enough yeah. interviews with him in relation let's, to that. Let's start well, let's, uh, moving on real quick. Uh, and the YouTube live chat, uh, Enigma wants to know if we have a lenticular cover of this live stream. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be funny. Uh, also, what, well, there was another one. Uh, what, uh, Anyway, um, let's move on to another topic. We've got Zach, uh, the new Marvel Spider-Man cartoon came on. Uh, of the panel, who has seen the cartoon? Uh, Ashley, have you seen I've it? seen the first two episodes. Okay, I haven't Mike's... had a chance to give it a watch yet. George, have you seen it? What do you think? I know. No. JR, <laughs> have you seen the cartoon? Nope. Okay. Has Spencer, has Spencer watched it, Jr. Well, where is it broadcast on? To be honest, Disney uh, exactly. Disney, Disney XD. XD. We don't have. We don't get yeah. Disney XD. You're not so missing anything. The only well, the only bit of the cartoon I've seen is the the previews that they've done on YouTube, and and I was the YouTube YouTube showed the first two episodes for free on on, on Disney the Disney XD YouTube channel. They showed the first two episodes of of okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, I, I saw the origin story. Is what I saw. I saw those too. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, 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 so Mike, Mike, Mike you're and have Zach to... can mainly comment about this, but uh, right. Zach, it's your topic. Talk a bit about the cartoon. Okay. What are your thoughts? All right. So, uh, okay. So, <laughs> uh, my my thoughts are okay. So we had. Get, do you guys remember when they did the Batman the animated series, and then they they canceled that, and then they replaced it with Batman the Batman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is very much the same way. <laughs> they had. <laughs> Ultimate Spider-Man, which ran for four seasons, which is actually the uh, and this is this is sad to see and sad sad to even think about. But literally, it's the longest running show uh, animated cartoon in Spider-Man's storied history of cartoons. Yes, more episodes is. than any other show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we we take that and then we're going to go in a completely different direction, and we're going to uh, do it with a hundred percent more science. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I I'd actually texted Don because I knew this was going to be my topic. I actually texted Don to try to send me an MP3 of me of him yelling science, but I just didn't get it in time. So, um, all right. So, so basically, is the storytelling better than Ultimate? Yes and no. Yeah, it's a little mm-hmm. more. T- okay, here here's my biggest con of it. It's like it, it overcorrects itself. So, um, we're. The, the main premise of the show is it's surrounded by Horizon High, and Max Modell is the head Ugh. of Horizon yeah. High. Right. Horizon so, Lab? Yeah, yeah. No, Horizon, it's Horizon High. Horizon, 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 Horizon Labs, but they basically re it as a high school. 
Okay, so basically, it is a, and Dan, Dan Slot is is he an executive producer? What's Dan's consulting title? producer? I think he's, he's a consultant on the show. Really. Yeah, we have a lot executive of which tells, which tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> okay, executive producer <laughs> is a character. Also, by the way, remember the head of Marvel Animation now <laughs> is Steve Wacker. Steve Wacker, our good Wacker, old nemesis. Yep. Steve Whatever Wacker. got him the hell off the books, dude. Whatever, whatever uh, I'd rather have Wacker than Low or uh, Low right. I'd now. rather I'd rather have Wacker Nick than Low, yeah. than as the editor on Spider Man. <laughs> oh. Anyway, anyway. So, so, so the writing is a smidge better, Zach. Uh, yes. Okay. Here's the thing: if you can get past the slot isms that have permeated this show. It's not a bad show. The animation style is something that I, I know Brad has really oh, not liked. I hate the animation. It looks so mm-hmm. cheap. The 90s and Amazing Friends <laughs> better than this show. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it looks a little better on, on televisions than, than like the YouTube clips did, but I'll be honest with you. I, it's, not, it's, not, it's something that leaves me very cold. Spectacular was something when I first saw it, I didn't like it, but I grew to love it because of how Spider-Man moved. This does the the animation was never the problem with Ultimate Spider-Man, Mm-mm. and I, I I get why they're doing a different style with it because they want to differentiate between the two because this is just simply Marvel's Spider-Man as if it could be anybody else's Spider-Man. So we have we have um, a very familiar voice if you're a Spider-Man fan that oh, does yes. the voice of Norman Osborn. Oh so, yeah. Uh, Josh Keaton is the voice of Norman Osborn, and um, I guess how's he, it, how's he sound? I haven't heard him, and I love Josh Keaton. What? Uh, <laughs> he's, he actually yeah. sounds. He actually sounds. He doesn't sound bad. It, it basically, it's it's like that old uh, the, the old joke from uh, Dark Knight. You either die die the hero, or see yourself, uh, or live long enough to see yourself see become, yourself the become the villain. Become the villain. So uh, no, uh, Josh does a good job. Um, the voice acting is not bad. My biggest thing is 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 your four main. What is Norman Osborn like twelve? No, no, <laughs> no, no. He's not in high school. He is. You got Harry, who uh, was kicked out of school for making bombs. Which pumpkin is what you bombs. would do. Yeah, yeah pumpkin bombs, it is. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Norman <laughs> creates a rival high school called Osborne High. So you got Osborne oh. High. <laughs> Wait a minute. Osborne let's, high let's look at JR's face. High. Look at JR's face when we just said yeah, Osborne yeah. High. <laughs> he uh, face palmed it. <laughs> yeah, he, he totally breaks out the face palm. So, so, uh, Real quick, JR, can you imagine yeah. Norman as a high school principal? <laughs> no. Yeah. Come on, you can now, give me more than this, that. This will confirm um, Berryman's hatred of this show because oh, one of the yeah. first villains that we've seen in this particular series oh, is seventies Jackal. Um, but it's not. It's not Miles Warren. <laughs> no, 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 no. Who is it? it, who is it? Raymond Warren, aka Miles Warren's brother, who was the principal in Spider-Man School. Oh, really? However, this yeah. Yeah, this is this is this is what happened. So Raymond Warren is somehow Gwen Stacy's uncle. So they oh, keep the creepy sucks. the creepy the creepy oh, Gwen God. Stacy like yeah, like that relationship is like whatever. Um, so like it's like, oh hey, Uncle Raymond. And I'm like, Raymond? Who the fuck is Raymond? Like I'm sitting there losing my mind. And, I, and so I finally like, who the fuck is Raymond Warren? This is this is ass. I, like I'm I'm throwing a huge temper tantrum because I'm like, what the fuck is this? So and I'm self editing for you, Brad. Okay, I'm trying to use the Brad filter, but but something was pointed out oh to me today. 
by a friend of mine. Basically, I understand why they didn't use Miles Warren because guess what? Miles Morales is one of Peter's classmates. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So we got Anya Corazon. <laughs> oh, so we have two Mileses in the show. No, no, we only no, have one because Miles. Miles. That's yeah. We get Miles because Morales they have Miles. Good, Mike Morales. Yeah, um, they got Miles because Morales. Miles in this Morales has the name Miles in it. We can't have a Miles Warren. We have yeah. to use Raymond Warren instead. And they've also, by the way, they've also kind of got uh, Anya Corazon, and basically she's kind of the Sajani Joffrey uh, of the cartoon. Basically, they yes. basically gave yes. her, yeah, because they literally took man. Yeah, this is not making me want everything you know at all. They literally took a scene of a plot point. They literally took a plot point from Big Time, where they basically have a demonstration of like the of artificial vibranium. But they show this as this a demonstration really, at the school, and it goes and it goes like, haywire, and it, and all this stuff. So like slime yeah, in a different medium. Yes, it very much yeah. is. It, well, it, it's it's not ter- It's not as terrible. The sad thing is, is it's not as terrible as Ultimate well, became. Basically, you're saying it's not a, an F; it's a D. I mean, is what you're saying? It's a it's a C minus. I'll be oh, honest. Oh, you went you. up. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a C minus. No, no, trust me. It's it's yeah. it's passable, but barely. I would not. This would be the <laughs> last. I mean, this and Ultimate Spider-Man would be the last I would expose my my little girl to Spider-Man in terms of through cartoons. I would totally expose her. To uh to amazing friends and the eighty one series spec spec, uh, spec especially but uh but like the sixty show the ninety show even like this is not even this is like the the uh the two thousand three new animated series is better whoa, whoa, whoa. Fr- yeah. frontier on YouTube chat says uh the pro black cat is actually in character let's let oh, yeah. actually say so let's hear this. This. Yeah. why is she may watch because of this. Okay, so, so here's the thing. Black Cat has her black or bad luck powers. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a bit of a romantic foil, but she's also a... a How is she a romantic foil for a 12-year-old? <laughs> uh, she's she's portrayed as considerably younger, so I don't... She's uh, don't, nine? No, no. <laughs> Peter, okay, Peter is fifteen. Okay, guys, this is high school. She's twelve, thirteen. So, she's, so, so, so we taking a sex object. And we, pardon me, Ashley. I'm sorry, but I mean, Felicia's. That that's how she's represented nowadays. I mean, that, you you put her on covers. You put like you know cleavage that goes eight feet down. But they've taken her and they've made her into like a a, a, a teenager. Yep. They oh, made yeah. Felicia a teenager for her image. Maybe Peter can go riding on her back too. <laughs> <laughs> Romance real fast. Real, real quick. Is it true that that Quesada and Slaughter in the cartoon? Oh, yes, they are. I have not. I, yes, they are. So it's basically oh. just big circle jerk. Oh, <laughs> there was that I one. Go that far. There. Oh, sorry. Just. Think, uh, kind of think of it. There was that one panel and Evil That Men Do where Black Cat was riding on Peter's back. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I mean, Black Cat, that was actually probably my favorite episode because it, 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 it but it kind of took that ble- the bad luck powers and took them to an 11. But uh, I have not seen today's, uh, the day of this recording. Uh, just one more time, Zach. Spider Man's about 15, 16. Black Cat is younger than him, correct? No, no, no. Same age. I would say same the same age, age or okay. slightly older. Okay. Maybe seventeen or eighteen. 
Okay. If he's 15 or 16, she's probably 17 or 18. Okay. Um, there's also a couple other character changes, too. I'm sure we got one of uh, your guys' favorite uh, villains in this is Clash. He's yes. uh, one of the Osborne students. Yeah. So this whole thing is basically just to get Dan Slott a royalty check. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you got they got a shocker and flash like rivalry in one of the episodes. Yeah, they, I, is Mary okay. Jane anywhere to be seen? No, Mary Jane. No, but when Stacy? But they've got but they've got they've got Otto Octavius as a senior in Peter's class in high in Oh uh, God! Oh no! Yeah, no. yeah. Oh, so God. Doc, 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 let me Otto let me get Octavius. this straight. Doc Ock okay. goes to Osborne High. Is this it? No, no. Horizon no. High. And he's Peter's like, um, you know, you know what, a student advisor, like the like the guy who's <laughs> supposed to be like the um, the guy who's supposed to be like the senior classman who's basically supposed to be keeping an eye on Peter in terms of like, oh, basically, you know. Hornacek in YouTube chat says in the season finale, Alpha shows up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they they can't put Mary Jane into the show because it would take up Vital Quesada and Slot, you know, screen time. Okay, so, so Slot was only in a cameo. What Ashley? But, uh, Actually, what? Felicia, one point. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, whatever. Anyway, uh, my biggest annoyance with this show is the over reliance on science. Mm. I mean, they take the science aspect of Spider Man, and it, it, he he talks and acts like um, Reed Richards, and I'm like, Spider Man. Science is important to Spider Man. It's a it's a core part of his character, but it's not like the defining trait. And everything I've read and seen online uh, with the producers was, we're going to bring more science into this. And I'm like, that's just what we needed because we, we've now replaced S.H.I.E.L.D. as the, as the crutch of the too, show. Too old for comics and YouTube chat says Steve Wacker has said that Spider Island will be coming soon on the cartoon. Jack, so in, fairness, Spider High? Jack in fairness, uh, Peter has more to do with science than Spider-Man does to do with S.H.I.E.L.D. That's true. So let's let's uh, start wrapping yeah. up. J- Jr. After all this discussion about Osborne High and anything, <laughs> has, has this encouraged you to go watch the show? Well, no, but I think we have to remember this show is not directed at us. It's they not. do not care if we watch it. Uh, they would probably just assume we don't watch it. They don't, I mean, it's not for us. They don't care what we think. So yeah. all of this, you know, we're, we're amusing ourselves, but they don't care what we think. They don't care about our opinions. Again, it's so sad because it didn't have to be that way. I, I, in my mind, I, 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 I keep, I'm desperate mm-hmm. for some sort of Marvel universe, the way DC universe did theirs. And we'll right. never get that because lesser people are making the shots on that, are calling the shots on that. Oh, no, I, I, I absolutely agree. The closest we got to uh, that, Verryman, honestly, uh, was was truly uh, the 90s show because uh, how, how many elements crossed over with that 90s show? We saw Captain America. We saw the X-Men. We saw uh, the Fantastic Four. They all came on the 90s show and had the original plans for Spectacular gone through – we would have seen Johnny Storm. We'd have seen Captain America. We yeah, but that, that's that's a whole different bunch of crap. The second closest, yeah. oh, the a- second closest we ever got was Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Mm-hmm. Ashley, we were going to yeah. say something. Go ahead. I was just going to dispute Jr. just a little bit. Um, All right. Where, uh, yeah, the shows might not be marketed towards y'all. Um, a lot of animated shows are getting marketed towards millennials in my generation, mm-hmm. and yet, um, I don't see. Marvel taking any kind of direction with that. They seem to be marketing more exclusively towards kids. 
even though a lot of people have noticed, you know, people are my age, you know, they grew up on, you know, the golden age of cartoons and um, mm-hmm. they've gotten really attached and latched on to some of these animated shows and they've noticed that and responded in kind. And so we have some really great high quality animated shows coming through that, you know, have kind of um, peppier writing that aren't just um, that are a little more, like all age instead of just dumbed down for kids the way that a lot of people <laughs> used to try and do it for a while. So I'm, I wonder whether Marvel is um, attempting to market to that avenue with their animated shows, or they're just kind of skipping out on the trend and just ignorant or oblivious to it, or just intentionally ignoring it. So, well, Disney they're just, generally ignorant of it. The Disney just is re-releasing a new Ducktales series because of the uh, because it. of the. Yeah. The, the nostalgia so, factor. So yeah. I think, you know, the the Marvel TV shows would be ripe for that. And we could have an opportunity to have a lot of really good, um, you know, animated shows there. Um, especially with some of the success, uh, success that, like, um, you know, DC's having some great success with their animated movies. Some mm-hmm. of them are hit and miss. Um, mm-hmm. Kill me, completely, <laughs> completely marketed towards, uh, you know, towards... Not, they're, they're not, not exactly not, all ages. At this point, DC's uh, TV shows are better than Marvel's uh, Netflix shows. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, DC <laughs> seems to be on the ball with it, but Marvel just doesn't True. want to. They just want the, uh, I don't know, the kids. They're just marketing exclusively towards kids. So, And I think they're missing yeah. They, they All are right. Uh, YouTubers, any final comments on uh, the cartoon that we've got? Let me. I, I, that back. was a lot more uh, passionate debate than I was expecting. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. glad that. Uh, and I'll continue to watch it, but and I think we've got somebody that's reviewing it on the uh, on the front page. So check out those reviews on the front page. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. Okay, let's see here. We've got another topic yep. coming up. We've got George. Let's talk about uh, Homecomings doing good at the box office. Yeah, it finally surpassed uh, the previous film, the disappointing <laughs> Spider-Man Two. It took it almost two months. Oh wait, wait, uh, George! Amazing Spider-Man Two. Can you say Spider-Man Two? Yeah, pardon me, pardon me. Amazing, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Amazing Spider-Man Two, you know, which which continued the trend of diminishing returns for Sony after, uh, like you know, here's Spider-Man Three. And then here's here was Amazing Spider-Man one, and then here was Amazing Spider-Man two. Well, now we've ticked up a little bit, and the pattern of diminishing returns has been broken. It took Marvel to do that for Sony because Sony mm-hmm. damn sure wasn't able to do it themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, on top of that, uh, on top of that, it just now opened in China. China's been delaying yeah. a lot of American releases to try to sort of beef up its own cinema industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've been delaying a lot of films and it just opened in China and it opened in China big. So you may yep. actually have a situation where this comes back up and makes almost as much money as Spider-Man three. I think it's interesting. Also this, this year's box office has been awful, but yeah, yeah. Was I wrote a big in- article about it for that paper. I do uh, film reviews for the, uh, well, Spider-Man was released in July and we're now mm-hmm. in September and it's still, I think, in the top ten every weekend. It 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 had a little bit of a drop off after the second weekend, but it's still in the top ten. But hmm. the, the top ten is not what it used to be because it's the the box office has been so bad this year. Right. Well, I mean, interesting. Also, you say about China, George, about the terms of that's because with the box office, because that's kind of also, I think, a lot of Hollywood productions are kind of gearing, trying to gear more towards that market because that's a huge market now. And oh yeah. Especially because. 
because um, <laughs> it's why it's why in Doctor Strange the ancient one was a white chick. Yeah, but I mean, because I mean, and I remember seeing reports about a report of this. I think it was a sixty minutes or whatever it is. Because with the Chinese, with the Chinese film industry, they perp. I mean, the way the whole thing works is they purposely have to have they have to kind of limit how, like you say, how many American films have to come in. So that's why usually they kind of tend to go for the more big blockbuster kind of stuff like Spider-Man, like Spider-Man Homecoming and Wonder Woman and everything else. Because I think they only have yeah. like 20 slots a year. Oh, don't say slots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't but want yeah. 20 slots. <laughs> yeah. But so that's why, so that they, they, perp- so yeah. So they reserved all of those, their, their big budget stuff for those particular slots and everything. So it's very, so you're not going to see, you know, the very, you know, smaller-esque movies or whatever it is, trying to get into those, er- you know, get into those areas. But um, because because there's so many, you know, but yeah, because I mean, I'm sort of, you know, with the Chinese, with the uh, China, Mar- China uh, box office and everything like this, I think that's kind of what more people were kind of waiting for. I think that's probably what Sony was anticipating because they figured, oh, well, yeah, so if we get the, if we get the, um, if we get into that, Asi- if we get into that Asian market, then that's going to be our determ- the determining factor. I just went to, um, Box Office Mojo, and they have a breakdown of how much the movie's made. Uh, in the United mm-hmm. States, it's made $326 million. Foreign, it's made $422 million for a grand total of $748 million. Well, that's, it's, not in, that's not including China at this point. Yeah. So China's got a... No. After not. this weekend, you may be able to add about $75 million to that. That's why I'm saying yeah. it opened big mm-hmm. in China. Yeah. People so, were ready for yeah. Spider-Man in China. For, from all from the bean counters will say this worked. So that's why you're hearing talks of the director coming back and the writers coming back, etc. Mm-hmm. So they're Well plus Brad, they made it for a lot less money. Yes. Yeah. Than than the than the than Amazing Spider Man two. Well, Not budget, only did they spend way less money on it, they made way more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, they, so Sony came Sony was like right. desperate for Marvel to come in and save them, and that's exactly what Marvel did. Marvel came in and said, Okay, this is how you spend less and make more. And yeah. Sony was like, "Oh, okay, so we need to make Spider-Man a woman next movie." <laughs> Basically, I mean that, that's that's Amy Pascal's take on it. Did right. I get that cleared by the censors? I'm sorry, I said something negative about Amy Pascal. Let me let me walk that back. Amy Pascal's a magnificent person who we should all uh, love. Uh, well, that also kind of, well. Are we going to go segue into some of the other? Um, yeah, we're going to talk a bit about. Uh, I think Ashley's topic now, which she has. Oh yeah, wanting <laughs> to talk about. Oh, uh, the claws are out. Silver and black. <laughs> there, give me an update on this movie that you're so anticipating with uh, Black Uh-oh. Cat teaming up. Wait, she left. What happened, to Ashley? Where'd she go? She's getting she, something. She, oh, she know. must be getting props. I feel left. I, I feel like I've like I've let people down now because I, I I don't have I haven't felt the need to copy Jr. because uh, I've always been more original and but I, I feel like I'm being left out now because Zach has copied Jr. Well, Zach has always had props though. Well, Zach's now, Ashley's going off to get props or something. I feel like uh, should no, I so, next time? Jr. Oh, are you? Oh, oh, we have a wardrobe change. She's changing so her. So, so, so wait, wait. So she pulls my she pulls my shtick. I see. I'm on. I'm on. Shut up. All right, Ashley. Tell me about Silver and Black. We have the Wildcat coming in for Silver (laughs) Sable, evidently. So we have more details on the eagerly anticipated Silver and Black. (laughs) Felicia Hardy as our favorite beloved thief. 
and in hot pursuit, the ever popular silver sable, because these characters have so much to do with one another. (laughs) I guess they just decided, Hey, these two characters are, you know, uh, color plus animal. So clearly they, they need to be on the screen together. (laughs) Um, but allegedly there are some rumors about characters that are going to be, um, added into the movie. So we had, a. Black Cat and Solar Sable, mm-hmm. and that's what you know we knew. But apparently, there's bringing in the uh, the Wild Pack, or at least some um, allusions to it, which was um, <laughs> you know a gang that Silver Sable had, and that was um, people compared it to the A Team, I believe. Just kind of a. I never watched the A Team. George did. <laughs> George did call me a fool earlier, so I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Enigma says your enthusiasm is frightening, Ashley. How much you're looking forward to this movie? <laughs> Ashley's about to run out and buy every issue she can find of Silver Sable in the Wild Pack. I like that book back in the I day. I did too. I like Stephen Butler was a good artist on that book. Mm-hmm. I don't Ashley, have anything are, against it. Who else are they? You just, you just don't like the peanut butter and jelly of Black Cat and Silver Sable together. I don't, I don't like what they're doing with my girl. Yeah, aren't it, it, I want, they, I want them away from her. I want them to leave her alone. They don't have a good track record. You, I don't wait, trust you, them. you don't trust you don't you don't trust uh, Silver Sable or uh, you don't trust Black Cat and the and the safe, competent, creative hands of Amy Pascal. <laughs> I feel about as comfortable as a parent taking their child to, I guess, the only daycare within a fifty mile radius, but it has a one star rating. <laughs> I mean, I just I feel so. And they're all out wow. of Teresa Parker. <laughs> Now, have they kind of announced the possible villains for this thing yet? Yeah. yeah, Go ahead, Ashley. Metal Strom is going to be the main villain. Hey, the robot master. Mendel Strom. Yeah, but didn't they also hit somebody else recently? Craven, I thought, right? No, no, there's a bigger name. I didn't see anything on Craven. The big names they've announced or that have been coming through are Dominic Fortune, um, who kind of buddied up. Silver Sable several times. Um, Agent Mark Sim. Are, this one's kind of, they're dubious on it. There's a character named Mark Sim, and he's Korean-American. And there's not really any other better match than uh, Agent it's, Mark Sim. It's the, like a three-day-old Spider-Man buffet. Yeah. So there was a big <laughs> thing that she's purposely left out, and I think I know where George is going with this. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's 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 a name that we're missing that they we're that, missing that, George. They have um, Powell and Klein are two other names that have been added, and then more recently announced were. Um, oh, oh, chameleon. Are you talking about chameleon? Nope. Oh, who nope. are you talking about? The Silver Sable's uncle Monty, and then I believe it was Chen and Arnold. I'm loading the page oh, right now. The YouTube chat just said the name. So oh, I, yeah. I can't remember the name. I keep waiting for JR to get animated. JR is going to get animated. Yeah. Oh, here we go. favorite yeah. villain. Ken and Arnold. Yeah. Yes. Norman Osborn. So we have Norman Osborn. Ken, Arnold, um, Morty, Silver Sable, um, Dominic Fortune, and Mark Sim. And Norman Osborn. And there are also rumors that you know Mendelstrom is going to be the main villain, and Norman Osborn and Oscorp are expected to play a role, including uh, other villains such as the Tarantula and the Scorpion. Wow, what a mess of people in Good this movie! Lord. What a mess! Quite, um, it's like a, so it's like everybody that's never been in a Spider-Man movie. We're shoving it into one. Sony is so thirsty right now. 
Similar union for Spider-Man, and they're all after Black Cat. So wait a minute. So correct me if I'm wrong here. Um, if supposedly the Scorpion showing up in Silver and Black, does that mean they're getting Michael Mundo in this, or is it going to be a totally different actor? <laughs> playing a Scorpion. <laughs> I, I was having trouble loading the page, so. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be a totally different actor and instead of it being like the Scorpion it's going to be the Scorpion Gang because that's more contemporary yeah. it's going to be the, right. the cartel known as the Scorpion and it's going to be all it's there's be still all, confusion about whether or not this is still kind of part of the Spar- Spider-Man so, homecoming it, it'll be a Scorpion Gang all female maybe one yeah. trans guy or, or lady in there um, <laughs> they are saying maybe an Inuit yeah. Indian what it's Ashley go ahead the it is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's um, mm-hmm. it like kind of takes place within that, but it's separate. Ashley, okay. is there anything that you're looking forward to in this movie? <laughs> that was a wow. Hey, are there anything that you're looking I forward to? I remember. I believe it was George assuring me back when this was first rumored that oh. These kinds of things get thrown around all the time, but they don't actually happen. <laughs> I actually, it makes you feel any better now? I still don't think. Where is my God now? <laughs> I, I, I still don't think it's going to happen. But JR, you what do you think of first? Norman possibly well, being in this movie? What I heard or what I read once was that Norman is not going to be seen, that it's just going to be the voice of Norman Osborn. Uh, so he's going to be Dr. Claw. The, well, the, well <laughs> theoretically. <laughs> Theoretically, that would still allow Disney or Marvel to cast Norman Osborn. You know, so they could have this tenuous connection between the the Sony and the Marvel movies. But they would, but Sony would only do Norman's voice and still leave room for Marvel to actually cast Norman. Ernst Stavrowski Osborn. It would probably be like some distortion because he doesn't want to be. He doesn't want it known that he's connected to this crime syndicate, you know, and all this complicated bullshit. I can't stuff. think of his name right now. The one from the Norman Osborn from the Raimi. Um, William Defoe. William Defoe. Have William Defoe voice it. No, let's. No. Hey, let's. I, or you can always bring back uh, the frozen head that they deleted out of the uh, Spider-Man film. Mm. Hey, nice segue, Mike. Nice segue. Uh, JR, are you up for some Osborne frozen head? <laughs> oh, best- wow. wow. That's yeah. the best offer he's had tonight. Okay. <laughs> that escalated quickly. I was about to say, I think the Countess in the last amazing Spider-Man storyline might have had a test. Oh, but, my uh, God. Wow. <laughs> Okay, uh, not Mike. Mike segued. Ashley's going to quit the show after this episode. Uh, I'm segued into Ashley's <laughs> other topic, which you canceled plans. I try and switch tabs. It. Ashley's <laughs> next topic is canceled plans for Amazing Spider-Man three, which Mike kind of segued into, which was very nice, Mike. Ashley, tell me some canceled plans for Amazing Spider-Man three. Okay, sorry, my audio is being really crappy. Anyways, um, so. Yes, some details were revealed about the canceled Amazing Spider-Man 3. Den of Geek was interviewing Mark Webb, the director of the Amazing Spider-Man movies 1 and 2, to kind of get an inside look on what all was going on behind the scenes, if there's anything he would have done differently, um, and some of the things that you know they were trying to pull together um, with the, um, the evolution of the franchise, which, mm-hmm. you know, as we know, never happened. 
So um, he says ultimately he, um, you know, he feels like you know, he had a really positive experience. Of course, he's not saying like that. He's denying that there was any interference from the producers and from, you know, the, the corporate involvement saying that, you know, it was entirely on him. Um, everything that happened with the movie and, you know, he's the director. So it's ultimately his call, whatever happens. So uh, I'm not sure how much of that I actually believe, but you know, yeah. respect his, you know, his words. <laughs> but um, uh, he says, looking back, he, um, you know, he'd want to approach it differently just because he, you know, he, he really didn't know what he was doing exactly going in. It wasn't something he'd ever done before setting up a big franchise like that. So he would go in a little wiser this time. It showed. Yeah, yeah, it definitely did. And I can sympathize. I know these things are just big giants now in the movie industry, and it's not exactly something that a lot of people currently in the industry have experience with because this is kind of a new trend. But um, did he say anything it, about? Oh, hey, I wouldn't have wasted so much time on the goddamn parents. <laughs> no, no. And uh, interestingly enough, there he did, and his ideas for the third movie did they didn't really come back at all. So uh, doesn't say anything about the parents. It's almost like <clears throat> it was completely wasted and it never really mattered. But anyways, uh, they were planning on having a whole Sinister Six movie apparently before the third movie even came out, which I think we all kind of knew that mm-hmm. they're going to have. We covered that extensively on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yes, they're going to have Chris Cooper come back and play the goblin. They are going to freeze his head and then bring him back to life. He neglects to mention whether so he would dumb. be brought back with the rest of his body. So I assume that goblin would just be portrayed by a, an animated head. Jr. They were going to reaction. For reaction. Let's go to Jr. For were, reaction. Yeah, I, I, can, I, can ju- I can just see Chris Cooper's head on a on a car, like the silver <laughs> main, You know, or we can put it on the glider. You just have a head zooming around on the glider. A, a, a frozen head, Jr. They were going to make a, a a Norman sickle. I was about to. I would, I was about to say a popsicle or something like that. So, mm. so Norman Osborne is basically Mister Freeze. Or, <laughs> That was going to be their main <laughs> villain, and he was going to come out and lead the Sinister Six and be their head, so to speak. Um, and huh. they had mentioned a little bit about the Vulture too, apparently. Oh, but that's about as far as that got. Yeah, he was going to be members. <laughs> Do we dodge bullet, everybody? I feel like we did. I want to see Gobble's head on the glider as the villain. Yeah. Yeah. Did we? Do you think we dodged a bullet not seeing this movie? Think of all the action figure possibilities with, with a frozen Norman head. I mean, they like could have really movie. jumped the shark. Yeah, we would have jumped the shark. Yeah, you could. You could put a. You, well, you could take like a like they get they could have toy a toy line with just Norman's head in a jar that they can screw onto whatever like a big robot <laughs> or, or a shark or uh, oh, you know, no, or, 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 or better portion or better I mean, yet if you. Better yet, you have Norman Osborn's head on the glider, and it transforms into a robot. <laughs> and so like a green Norman, goblin-like robot. All right, so Jr. Jr. You mentioned you met, you just mentioned the uh, the Silvermane head. So I present to you. Oh my gosh! <laughs> put it on. Could have had that. <laughs> uh, that that wouldn't surprise me. Oh. That wouldn't surprise me. As absurd as as. All of this has been. 
Yep. Norman so, Osborne, headmaster, according to Enigma. That's funny. They, they didn't jump, you Hornacek the- says they didn't jump the shark. Actually, they jumped the glider on that one. Ah. <laughs> the other idea is to put the Norman Osborne's head on the front of a Mack truck and have him chase around Emilio Estevez. Oh, that's funny. Or now I'm getting <laughs> some kind of um, – uh, why were they calling Transformers? Just like the combiners, where you had the Sinister yeah. Six like all come together and form like one body and oh yeah, right <laughs> oh wow. yep. powers combined. Goblin Goblintron, it's like Goblintron. Yes. He forms out of like 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 all the Sinister Six have like like robot oh, panthers and they all combine into one giant goblin. That could totally be a Mendel. Is that could be a Mendel Strom Spider Master thing. We we need to stop Cinetron. There we go. We need Cinetron. to stop giving it. We need to stop giving Cinetron. Amy Pascal ideas. Cinetron. Oh, that sounds like a bad movie. Cinetron. <laughs> Cinetron. C- surround sound brought to you by Cinetron. <laughs> oh, the new Voltron God. is actually pretty good, by the way. I'm going to plug it. So. Wow. The what? Oh, the, the, the Voltron. Voltron. The new Voltron one. Oh. Yeah, on Netflix. But I like it. All right. Uh, Zach segued into the next topic about Marvel Legends. How's that? We're, we're doing segues so nicely, gang. Zach, tell me about Legends. All right. So what are you eating, by the way? Goldfish. <coughs> oh, God. Live, live ones or cheese? Cheese. <laughs> um, cheese goldfish. I didn't realize you're going to me next. So sorry. I didn't mean to have a hand like a mouthful. That's what Good thing said. you were ready like a pro. <laughs> I'm on to you very much. Anyway, so San Diego Comic Con comes and goes, and practically nothing of, of of merit on the comic side was announced. The studios announced uh, Captain the new Captain Marvel movie, and we got the scrolls. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But then we get to um, Marvel Legends, and every year I'm always like a kid in the candy store. What is going to be coming out for Marvel Legends? So, a couple of things of note, a couple characters of note that are Spider-Man tangentially related because of numerous guest appearances. One, Johnny Blaze is going to get a motorcycle. And uh, they're going to be Seems releasing a... Right! They released... It's Johnny like Captain Bl- America finally getting a shield. <laughs> yeah. So, bring the rhino wave. Of, of of figures of Marvel Legends, they released the uh, the 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 modern day Ghost Rider. But Johnny Blaze is going to get a motorcycle, and uh, they're re-releasing uh, the Ghost Rider with the motorcycle this time. Forty dollars retail, really cool. Looks really great. Um, also being released is Black Widow with her with her motorcycle. Um, then we, we turn to, uh, Walgreens, Fantastic Four, Medusa is going to be getting a, a Marvel legend and they've already done, uh, it, Sue Storm, the invisible woman. You got That's a hard to find figure. Uh, 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 oh, I get it. Uh, <laughs> you can't see her very easily in Walgreens. Uh, uh, yep. So got her. Uh, I, I walked right to... past her in the store and almost missed her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he was going at... <laughs> these jokes write themselves there, Barryman. Uh, her brother is uh he's a pretty hot figure. Uh, you can't find him on the shelves right now because he's just come out, but they they've released a Johnny Storm figure. So ne- ne- next up is going to be Mendoza and Reed Richards. So uh, and they've they have also announced that a new Ben Grimm figure is coming, but it'll probably be next year. All right. So then we move to Spider-Man. Of course, the main event here. But before we get to Spider-Man, I want to also mention 
Brad, you remember those Toy Biz figures, uh, the, like the Sinister Six they did last year with those, those with the three point seven five inch scale? Yeah, yes, it was like weren't they on the uh, the nineties Toy Biz background? Yes, so yeah. they're taking some of the most popular figures, such as like this Captain America, oh. and they shrink the, them down. Nope, this Pizza Slice Spidey, and they're actually going to be producing Legends without build a figures. Uh, like well, they this. lower the price though. That's a twenty dollar figure you're holding in your hand, right? I don't know what the price point is yet because they haven't they haven't they been won't. released. Um, it may be a that little bit cheaper Spidey's because it's a good looking figure. By the way, I, I I can't spend twenty bucks on it, but it's a good looking figure. It's a great figure, and it's one of the hottest figures on the market because of because of how good it is. Yeah. Uh, the difference between those and the and the originals is there's going to be less hand swaps. So, so there, meaning there's less removable hands. Yeah. <laughs> and um, or the twelve inch Scarlet Spider, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, there's no build the figures in this group. So they've got Captain America, Wolverine, uh, Iron Man, Black Widow, and Punisher. Hornus says Ben Grimm's price will be rock bottom. <laughs> <laughs> what a revolt in development. Uh, it's clobbering anyway. time on these prices. It's like if Ben yes. Grimm was a car salesman. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, needless to say, that has been something that a lot of people are excited about, but getting to the new Marvel Legends. So I'm going to say that for the first time in a long time, I am profoundly disappointed. Uh-oh. So here is what they've announced. You've been reading amazing for years. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of figures, in terms of figures. Okay. I'm disappointed. So here's what they announced because you demanded it. We're getting a Gwenpool. No. Oh, uh, because you demanded it. <laughs> We're getting a spider punk. No, <laughs> because you demanded it. I'm good because you demanded it. We're getting a, uh, uh, Spider Woman, aka uh, preg- not pregnant Spider Woman, but that same costume. Oh, okay. The, the modern <laughs> day like a pregnant Jessica Drew figure, like with Lamaze. <laughs> no, 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 no. So you mean like, like, it's, like it's it's that costume? It's it's I couldn't rem- I couldn't remember like the name. Oh, of the, the costume she wears, not that she's that, not, yeah, not that she's. Oh, okay. There's no you're like the, the, the DC superpowers in the eighties. You squeeze the legs and the kid comes out. <laughs> Now with water breaking action. With water breaking action. <laughs> there, there, there will be an attack on pregnancy. Like there'll be like a pregnancy or so that you can oh, you can do a heck Ashley, of a Ashley is disgusted by all this. Look at poor Ashley. <laughs> so, so, I'm so She's face palming us. All right. So that that figure was actually announced at Hascon, the new Hasbro uh, Hasbro convention for toys. So they didn't announce the full wave, but they announced the build a figure. And it is Are you ready for the build a figure. What is the Spider Man build a figure? Frozen head Nord- Norman Gosborn. No, no. Oh, excuse me. I, there's one figure they did announce that I was excited about. Okay, hit it. New Mysterio. Okay. Oh, it looks really good. Okay, yeah, what, the new Mysterio what, what looks Spider-Man good. What Spider Man build a figure are we doing? The build a figure is going to be, drum roll, the lizard. Oh. I'm Who good. actually looks pretty sick. It looks it looks really good as a figure. As an ill or <laughs> No, it looks sick in terms of it's okay, really, it I'm just really giving cool. you Now with yeah. child eating action. <laughs> <laughs> you squeeze the, the, one, the one complaint, the one complaint I have on it though, the one complaint I have on the, build, the lizard figure is like the tongue for some reason is 30 feet long like it's venom or something. Right. Um That's but crazy. other than that, that is that is the new Marvel Legends now. Supposedly a leaked list came out of SKUs. Uh, the 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 uh, like the um, UPC look out, number. Zach! Your dog's peeing on your bed. <laughs> 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 
Benji just came up on the bed. I just saw him. I'll take yeah. problems. Ashley doesn't have as a cat owner for a thousand, Alex. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> real quick, Zach, before we wrap this show up. All right. So, so the SKUs were leaked, and so some other ones of note. Supposedly, there's going to be a new Prowler figure, and that'd be cool. Spider-Man Noir actually is is a figure that that's that, actually that'd be a neat looking figure. That's cool. I am looking forward to that. We'll, we'll probably be talking about this at New York Comic Con because they're trying to like piecemeal this whole wave out. Mm. Um, yeah. There were some other things that were announced recently. Uh, the, there's a '90s Deadpool uh, and Cable. So if you if you're looking for the classic versions of those characters, those are coming out. And uh, the build a figure for that one is the Sasquatch. They've already had so, a Squatch on Marvel Legends. All right. Yeah. Um, we're, you know, I always like to end the show by ticking JR off. <laughs> Brad, we Brad, we didn't talk about the news that you were going to cover. Oh, crap. Well, screw it. The show's long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm ending the show it's ticking JR off. I want to hear JR talk about Flower Spider Man. Let me hear it, JR. Why wasn't this my topic? Oh, he brought oh. flowers. <laughs> Different kind of flower, pal. <laughs> oh. oh, sorry. For this very special edition of Spider-Man <laughs> Around the World. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we, we go to Thailand, which, as you know, has long been a destination for pedophile sex tourists. Oh, oh no. They are. Wow. But that's not important. Yeah, let's not do the lisp. I mean, come on. <laughs> come Brad, on. You can't an do this whole segment with a lisp. You're going to dox. You're going to get Brad dox in a minute here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Go ahead. The story, the story begins in Eastern Fetbui, where a motorcycle is rammed by a white truck, <laughs> which causes the motorcycle to flip. <laughs> and the brighter to bounce off the bike. Horrors! <laughs> but then, Flower Spider-Man comes to the rescue. <laughs> he rushes toward the injured man with all his flowers. <laughs> and, this? well, we, we don't know if he does anything because <laughs> the video and the story in there. It turns out that... Flower Spider Man. <laughs> oh, you don't laugh at your own joke. It turns, out, it, it turns out that Flower Spider Man is really Wasan Ketsuan. Oh my God. A, a popular flower vendor who sells flowers by the Yang Duff. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, you gotta mute, brother. We're gonna have to both mute. Oh my god, I'm muting, I'm muting. <laughs> anyway, uh, Wasan Kasuan, who's selling his flowers at the Wang Junction, uh, has decided to, <laughs> has decided to dress as Spider Man as a marketing gimmick, so everyone calls him Flower Spider Man. <laughs> So, thanks to Spider-Man for saving the day again. So, if you need help and you pray very hard, maybe Flower Spider-Man will come to your rescue, too. Oh, my God. Now, what what do you want to give me to do next, Brad? We're done. (laughs) 
I think this is I think this is basically Jr. daring Brad to give in. <laughs> Hold up that Spider Man again. Let me see the flower Spider Man. Flower Spider Man. Flower Spider Man. You do, you know. Uh, <laughs> All right. For those that are listening to the podcast via audio form, ah. Jr. is holding up a a, a oh. Spider Man figure. Too, that- too well for comics in the in the chat. Said I think Flower Spider Man died in Spider Verse. <laughs> Jr. has decorated a Spider Man action figure with flowers all over him. You have all to go him. to the YouTube channel to yeah. see this video that Jr. just he did like a three act play just now. Oh, oh yeah, yes, this is Flower Spider Man. <laughs> oh my! Uh, uh, Bernardo <laughs> said, and the Oscar goes to Jr. for. <laughs> so wow! So a flower, a guy dressed in a Spider Man suit that sells flowers came to the rescue of a crashed car. Boom! Car. That's that's yeah. not as good as what <laughs> no, Jr. Did. It, no, it, it was a, it was a motorcycle. Okay. Uh, he was ran by oh, a motorcycle. He was ran by a motorcycle. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, motorcycle right. got hit and then died. Hornacek says Jr.'s wife is saying, "Where the hell did my flowers go?" <laughs> uh, no, Jr. does not buy his wife. You bought flowers for us and not your wife. <laughs> I like Bettinger, you, dude. Matt, more president goes Bettinger twenty twenty, y'all. Ma- Mask guy says never change Jr. and I mean it. And this and Enigma says this is why there's only one Jr. <laughs> and probably the Gene Pool. Oh, Lord President says Brad, this has to be the album art for the episode. Oh, okay. I'll give. I'll make Flower Spider-Man the album art just for you all. All right. Wow. All right. Final thoughts on this episode, Jr. and Spider Flower Spider. What are your final thoughts? The Flower Spider-Man says good night. That <laughs> <laughs> final thoughts. Oh my god! Like uh, talking about action figures and transitioning to Flower Spider-Man was seamless. That was. And seamless. Uh, I, I, I profoundly applaud Jr. and his ingenuity. JR has more visuals. Uh, Mike. Now I'm uh, thinking of a Spider-Man, Spider, Flower Spider-Man, the comic. Now. <laughs> <Just> some... <laughs> wow. <laughs> that could be Dan's life. George, final thoughts, sir. I can already, I can already hear your text messages. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Ashley. Good night, Flower Spider-Man. <laughs> Wherever you are. <laughs> or, Good night, Andrew. Somewhere. Well, I haven't told to me. I gotta oh sleep gosh. tonight. And uh, right. Ashley, you gotta come back next episode. <laughs> All right.